0: Welcome back to your best year starts here, season two, episode sixty. And um, in the last episode, Nigel, you started us off with a poem, and we went all poetic. And you just told me you want to do the same thing again, right? Your best
1: year starts right here. Your best year starts right here. Perhaps the best is this one. The reason I want to do it again is that at the middle of November, I had something horrific happen, not to me, but to a very, very close friend who unfortunately died when I was in the States. And for about four months, literally every single day, I sent her a funny joke, a funny story. Sometimes some of them were very close to the mark. And it made me think that too often we wait for shit or negative things to happen. And I was sent a poem that I just thought was apt and I couldn't have shared the poem before because it was too raw. But it goes as follows. Remember the day I borrowed your brand new car and I dented it? I thought you'd kill me, but you didn't. And remember the time I drank you to the beach and you said it would drain, and it did? I thought you'd say, I told you so, but you didn't. Do you remember the time I flirted with all the guys to make you jealous, and you were... I thought you'd leave me, but you didn't. Do you remember the time I spilled strawberry pie all over your car rug? I thought you'd hit me, but you didn't. And remember the time I forgot to tell you the dance was formal and you showed up in jeans? I thought you'd drop me, but you didn't. Yeah, there were lots of things you didn't do, but you put up with me and you loved me and you protected me. And there were lots of things I wanted to make up to you when you returned from Vietnam, but you didn't. We all think there's going to be time to say the things we need to say. Yep. And we all think there's going to be time to do things we want to do. And I'm telling you now, the time to do the stuff you want to do is right now. I was blessed, and I'm going to publicly share this, that I told my friend Michelle how I felt, and I sent her messages every day, and I sent her funny stuff, and I've got some great voice messages from her where she's absolutely laughing but it would have killed me if I hadn't have told her how I felt. And if I hadn't have shared the stuff that I did and one of, one of your closest friends dies at the age of 50, it's tough. Yep. And I don't want anyone who's listened to this podcast and I'm sorry if I've upset you, but there are things that you need to share with your parents. There are things you need to share with your partners. There are things you need to share to your kids. And there are things you need to share with your colleagues of appreciation and acknowledgement that you think there'll always be time. Yeah. And normally when I'm running a training course and I write, read this poem out, I then ask people in the break to ring someone up, to text someone. And nearly in a way, I prefer them not to be there so you can leave a message of acknowledgement because otherwise, what they say is, is everything okay? Are you all right? I want you to tell people how you feel about them whilst they're alive. My mother, who is not well, has always said that if I bring flowers to her grave after she's gone, she'll haunt me forever. <laughs> and if you know my mother, she will, trust me. What she wants is she wants flowers and chocolates now. Yep. She doesn't want there to be a party afterwards. It's tough, this stuff. But... People need acknowledgement. They need things to be shared. And we always think there'll be another occasion. And I'm not going to get too deep on this, but of the 3,600 people who died on 9 11, all the texts and messages was not about work that needed to be done. It was all about messages of love. So it's a bit deep, but I'm telling you now if there's something that needs to be shared, you need to share it now. Because when we run our course on the 22nd of January, there's going to be a process on there where we're going to make sure you know who needs to be acknowledged and why you haven't done it. Because acknowledgement is probably one of the most powerful tools you can have. And I know as a monkey, I need lots of acknowledgement, but so do the other animals just in their style. So lions need it direct. Elephants might need it in writing. Dolphins might need a hug. And right now the dolphins are probably crying at this poem (laughs) and they're probably playing it back and they're probably really annoyed that I didn't give them a pre-warning because if they're driving their car, they have probably pulled over. But acknowledgement, recognition, you know, someone once asked me, what are the three most important things that people want in the workplace? And I would say it's acknowledgement, recognition and then money. And then if you add an S on the end, that stands for arms and arms are for hugging and not for killing. And it is deep what I'm sharing, and it seems a bit deep for early in January. But if you want to have your best year ever, the people who are around you, whether it's work, colleagues, relations, children, if you have their support and they feel acknowledged and respected, you'll get masses from them. And you're not giving them acknowledgement to get something in return. You give them acknowledgement because they deserve it. So Neil, I'm acknowledging you for the masses of work you do for this podcast after you leave my house. Because I have no idea how you do it. I don't know how you have the time. You've got a busy life going on. You've got lots of activities going on. But you do a phenomenal job. And really from the bottom of my heart, I want to acknowledge you and thank you for doing it. Thank you, mate. Because often I think, well, I'll tell you next time.
0: Mm. Well, who knows what happens next time? It's, it's interesting. I mean, you, you know, you said about your friend being 50. That's how old my dad was. You know? And uh, that's 22 years ago. But it it will be in 2020. It'll be 22 years. And... um, At the beginning of 1998, I didn't know my dad was sick. He didn't know he was sick. By the time we found out, he had about six weeks. You know? And... The day he died, actually, the doctors in the hospital had said he was getting better and they were hoping to move him on to a, you know, a different ward soon and stuff like that. And I'd been at his bedside for a week and he said, look, you know, get back to work and whatever and you can come and see me next weekend and it will be fine. And uh, I think I'd been home about 20 minutes when the phone rang, you know. And that was, um, it was a day my life changed forever. And if I'm honest, not in a good way.
1: Really amazing. I've had a nosebleed right now in the middle of this podcast. (laughs) I know. No, no, from an emotional point of view, because this stuff is deep. And I know I get nosebleeds when I get emotional.
0: And it's, you know, you hear people say that they'd give anything for one more conversation. And I so would. You know, I, I talk a lot about being one conversation away from your life changing. The conversation I had with my brother when he phoned me, because I lived hundreds of miles away from my dad, and my brother, had, you know, my brother had gone to the hospital when he'd had a phone call, and when he called me and basically said, you know, there's no rush. <laughs> I knew I knew before he even spoke what had happened, and I would give anything to not have had that conversation, but to have had one more with my dad instead, anything. You know, and so... What happens
1: when you listen to that Luther Vandross song, Dance With My Father?
0: I don't think I've ever heard it.
1: Okay. You can't listen to it in the car. (laughs) Okay. But the song will change your life. Because it's exactly... That song is amazing that you've not listened to it. Because it is exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Luther Vandross sings this song, and it's all about his mother just wanting one last dance with... If if you could bring it back just so my mother could have one more dance with my father. And, you know, why are we doing this? Why am I sharing this at the beginning of this episode, mm-hmm. right at the beginning of the year, when it, every other episode has been very, very happy, mm-hmm. clapping and all this, mm-hmm. is because acknowledgement in the moment is so important. Yeah, And I tell people, acknowledge people in the moment, not in the month. <laughs> tell people stuff they need to be told. Because we always think there'll be another chance. Yeah. And you're emotional right now. Yeah. Because... I, and I knew when I read the poem because you had no idea what the poem was going to be i didn 't want you to know the poem in advance, so you 'd get that reaction yeah. because we all have things to share, and the problem is you 're thinking about the conversation you want to have with your father. There are other people you need to have those conversations with
0: and I've, and actually i 've been blessed enough to have some of them yeah you know um because i 'm very aware of of that the other I think the other thing you know that i I kind of want to say on this is um don't be afraid to have the hard conversations don't be afraid to talk about the things that you know you're not sure you actually want to have that conversation because there might come a day when you can't have it when it's gone you know but also if you if you do lose anyone or you've lost anyone you are saying about songs there's a song called never went to church by the streets and um i think it was actually my I think it was actually my first wife that told me to listen to it Um, because she said it reminded me of me and my dad because he talks about in that song about, you know, not really having anything left to remind him of his dad until eventually he realises he's got the ultimate reminder every time he looks in a mirror, you know? And for me, the, the big thing is remembering that, you know, my dad made me, you know, I'm not my dad, but there's a lot of my dad in me. My upbringing, you know, from both of my... I, I had amazing parents, both of them. My mum, still blessed to have her in my life to this day. You know, my mum is incredible. Well,
1: you know what you're going to do on the way home, aren't you? Uh, you're I, going to give her a call. I
0: talk to her almost every day yeah. anyway, you know. But there's but, another but great song right.
1: to listen to now into songs. Have you listened to Harry Chapin's Cats in the Cradle? Yeah. Okay, so everyone who's listening to this, who's a parent, recognise and listen to that song and, and send me some feedback about how that song, if you really listen to the words, will affect you. Listen to Luther Vandross, Dance With Your Father. Listen to the street song.
0: Uh, Never Went To Church.
1: Which could be Never Go To The Synagogue, same thing, for those (laughs) people who are listening. But it's the concept for everyone who's listening that this stuff is big stuff. And in 2020, I really, and you probably won't get this part, Neil, because I haven't really gone to that place, I really want to go to a deeper level for our listeners that they understand that, for all of us to get there, we've got to reach into ourselves and find out what's really important.
0: Yeah, well, change, change happens within. And um, maybe, maybe we'll make this the, the topic of the next episode, right? Something that I hear loads of people talk about is leveling up. Like, I want to level up in my life. I want to get to the next level, next level. Ne- something I've realized, especially in the last probably 12 to 18 months, is if you want to level up, there's something else you have to do first and that's level in. Until you go really deep on who you are, what matters to you, what makes you tick, why you do the things you do, until you peel back the layers of the onion and really understand you as an individual, you're holding yourself back from what you could be doing. Because your true potential comes with a deeper understanding of who you actually are. And one of the big lessons that I've had actually over the last probably five to ten years but last five years especially is i've got to know myself on a much deeper level
1: and do you like you see in the mirror
0: i can put my head on a pillow and be cool with myself
1: all right well there's i never used to do that well, there'll be another poem in the next episode probably which some people will know by michael jackson man in the mirror
0: Okay, that's not poem, it's a song. But hey, we've gone we've gone there with songs and poems and all kinds of things. And we've also gone there with the timer running out, with nosebleeds, with close to tears, with all kinds of stuff. So this has been the emotional episode of Your Best Year Starts Here. Um, and we will be back next week with a different episode for you. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you then. Cheers. Your best year starts right here.